0: We are in the age of anxiety. Politics, pandemic, inflation, violence, and war. Isn't it just too much? It doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. Here we'll learn how the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped millions of people cope with stress and depression, and how TM can help you to end anxiety.
1: to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. I'm super excited tonight to speak with our guest, Mike Love of the Beach Boys, about why he loves transcendental meditation. So, Mike, why did you learn TM? And, you know, the book is about anxiety. Did anxiety and stress have anything to do with it?
0: Well, yeah, because life is uh, challenging at times. And, you know, back in the... uh, Early '60s, when we first started, there were so many uh, demands on your time and and, and new challenges to uh, to uh, cope with. And um, I first learned about TM um, back in oh, I'd say this um, 1967, and um, I went to a, a lecture by a guy named Jerry Jarvis, who was head of what what was called the Students' International Meditation Society (laughs) at the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, because I was interested in something that promised to give increased creativity and reduced anxiety and more energy and clarity and intelligence and all these positive things, all without the use of drugs or, or.
1: You sound like what you are, TM teacher. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and the early 60s that's amazing you know i mean yeah a lot of well, our- it
0: wasn't that early but the early 60s is when we started getting involved in business and then there's personal issues that always come up and 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 so i knew that yeah um you know there's a lot of marijuana being smoked and there was other, there were other drugs as well being offered which i declined um thankfully yeah um but um tm promised to do so many great things, um, including your IQ growing and stuff, even if you're an older person, um, uh, through the practice of, of a mental technique, a yeah. simple, natural mental technique. And that's what TM is.
1: TM does the good
0: part of what those drugs do. None of the bad part. N- none of the side effects, yes. Yeah. Or Yeah. And um, I have to be honest, I maybe tried... To, to smoke something after learning TM, uh, you know, a couple of weeks later, and I felt crappy compared to being clear. Yes. So, so wow. it wasn't like anybody was standing there with a the bullwhip saying, "Saying you got to learn to meditate. you got to meditate." No, no, no. It, it was just a, it was simple. If you if you do meditation, you feel better than if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, how has TM changed your life? You know, I mean, we're even looking at the big picture. Here's a guy who's been on tour for
0: Mm -hmm.
1: 95 years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not quite, but we're getting there. Yeah, we started, and our first song came on the radio in the fall of 1961. In 1962, we started doing concerts. Actually, New Year's Eve, 1961, we did something three songs a Richie Ballins Memorial Dance and Show. Wow. The Long Beach Memorial Auditorium. You still got that. I don't don't think uh, it's still there, but Ike Turner, the King's Rhythm, featuring the Iket. Tina Turner was an Ike, and she (laughs) was mind-blowing. She was fantastic then and uh, and went on to be something unbelievably great. Fabulous. Um, She practiced her own form of meditation, which helped her through all her Mm -hmm. her ups and downs. Yeah. But uh, perhaps not TM, but... uh, I'm, I'm a big proponent of TM because it's helped me to, uh, to flourish rather than just maintain, you know, or, or have diminished capabilities because I can still go out and do 150 shows a year, and it's yes. no bother as, as long as I have my meditation time. And I do it a couple times a day, like once in the morning hours and once in the afternoon or evening. So I'm inadvertently meditating before a show, which if, but then I have I'm relaxed yet energetic and clear, and I and I'm able to enjoy the interaction with the audience.
1: Now I just want to point out, for the sake of our audience, that's impossible.
0: <laughs> One hundred and
1: fifty shows, and I've seen you. I love to go to your shows, uh-huh. and you don't hold back. You're dancing. You're running. Yeah. You're, you know you're belting it out. For
0: well, I need some cardio. <laughs> and and you know, um people say it's hard what you do. I said, no, what my grandfather and my father did, they were sheet metal workers and did kitchen yeah. equipment and I, I was a sheet metal apprentice at one time. But um but that that was hard. Getting up at five, five thirty in the morning and going to work and uh, seven days a week, sometimes if you had to get a job out, that was tough. What we do is we have a wonderful, we have two buses. One is a crew bus, crew bus, and one is a band bus. And um, the crew bus goes ahead of us and sets everything up. So we hardly have to lift a finger except go to do a sound check to make sure that we like that everything that we need is in our ear monitors. And then um, we take a break and the guys, the a lot of guys go and have dinner and I'll go and make sure I'm meditated enough and to feel great. And then I'll go out and do this show. Wow. And, and so it's pretty, actually pretty easy, even though it sounds like a lot, and it is a lot, it's a lot of travel and that can be fatiguing as well. But often on, whether it's on a plane or a bus or, or, or backstage at a venue somewhere, um, I always have my meditation technique, which is portable. <laughs> <Wow>, it <laughs> comes in really handy. So do you uh, do you sleep? I do sleep. I do sleep, and and I don't dream a, a lot or very much. But I do dream some. But they say dreams is a release of stress. So maybe I'm getting somewhere if I'm not dreaming so much because yeah. TM itself dissolves the, the, the stress.
1: You know, a lot of our people have sleep issues, and yes, to maintain the kind of a uh, routine that you do. Mm-hmm and be able to sleep that actually brings out this connection between the tm and sleeping you know there's studies
0: of the insomnia and and how it helps with it oh absolutely that is absolutely true Uh, i don't i I very seldom have a bout of insomnia maybe if i were to fly to europe and and experience the time changes and stuff you know that can get to you a little bit but Uh, Ordinarily, I'm great with sleeping and, and, uh, you know, when your awareness is expanded, the problem diminishes correspondingly. In other words, if you're using 5% of your conscious mind, a problem could bloom pretty large. But if you use 10% of your conscious mind, it's half the problem is the way I look at it and uh, maybe a, a sensible way of looking at it i don't know if it is but but the more expand your awareness is the more a- you're able to put things in perspective and not let them become overwhelming that when it becomes overwhelming that's when you really get tense and 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 that and, and it just your uh, anxiety levels go way up so TM is a way of keeping those anxiety levels down through expanding the awareness fully really per not.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's beautiful. Now a lot of your music is affected. It has to be by your meditating, and um, you know I've seen some of your albums that are just directly, and some that you like songs you did with Paul Farso, mm-hmm. those kind of things, and um,
0: Good Vibrations itself. Yes. Uh, Good Vibrations was just before meditation came along in my life. Um, but it was a search. It was, it, we were going in the direction, like in the words to, of I Get Around, I'm getting bugged driving up and down the same old strip. i got to find a new place where the kids are hip. In yeah. other words, we're, even then, in, earlier than 66, we were looking for, uh, you know, a little more than just the, the cars and the activity of surfing and, and the girls in school and all that kind of stuff that we originally sang about. So there was um, an impetus towards um, more creativity and more enlightenment I guess. Looking well, for more. Looking yeah. for more. Looking yeah. for more.
1: Yeah. You know and it's very fascinating because they, all the wonderful bands that we've had but the Beatles and the Beach Boys, you guys kind of stand
0: alone. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there was a, uh, I I I talked to a radio station in San Diego, California. There was an oldie station, and they played. They played twenty one plays a day of the Beach Boys and about nineteen of the Beatles, so I thought we were a, you know that was doing pretty good, <laughs> a good but there was forty five plays a day of all the combined Motown acts, so that's humbling <laughs> Anyway, and, and so uh yeah, Motown, what a, an amazing body of music, absolutely. yeah, so yeah. anyway, um, so yes, we've been we've been, you know, recognized, you know by a lot of our peers and and we've had a lot of singles record success over the years in the early days in particular but there's one or two songs that are directly from the meditation experience there's one called all I want to do all I want to do is only be good to you to give you all the love I can and help you in whatever you do sure as the sun will come around again to start off another day you can be sure that in my heart and soul I'll love you in every way in every way it's like a most pleasant post-meditation thought about in you know, life and, and and your loved ones and stuff yeah so that definitely uh, comes from tim another time i was at a at a lecture by Maharishi in holland and he said you need a cool head and a warm heart and i said that's a great so, you, yeah. so I read a song called "Cool Head and Warm Heart" to get you through the day without coming apart. To you need a cool head and warm heart, and that's how every day should start. So there are some songs that were directly uh, influenced by TM. Yeah. You know, I was in your small group in Holland, mm.
1: <laughs> and and probably that same course. You know, and uh-huh. and I'm sitting there like I'm with Mike Low. <laughs> uh-huh wow yeah you know so we've actually kind of intersected a lot Mm -hmm. and now we're getting a chance to to do a lot more well
0: i was i was delighted to be invited by you to write something uh that you could include in the in, in your book and i think anything anytime i can be of any use to anybody who's trying to promote meditation and transcendental meditation specifically Oh, yeah, I think it's a great thing.
1: Wow, it's it, and it's incredibly valuable that you do that. Now, one of the things that came out, and you and I actually on that introduction, we worked on it. We worked on it. You mm-hmm. know, and you put so much attention. And what came out when the final version that's in the book, and by the way, the book is end anxiety. Yes. Anyway, the final version that's in the book, it came out how much you want people to meditate. And, and one thing you said is the TM is the best way I know of to help uh, you not only to survive, but thrive. And that's what we settled on, was you want people to know
0: mm-hmm. what this is. That's that's exactly right. In fact, people sometimes say, uh, what do you want to re- be remembered for? And I'm thinking, well, it's nice to be remembered for fun music and good music. and and things that add a pleasure to someone's life. But uh, really to qualitatively improve the life of a person, if they were to learn meditation and practice it properly uh, and regularly, then that's going to improve their life more than listening to a record. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. So so I know that personally. Uh, uh, I, I don't speak of it, you know, other than objectively by having practiced meditation since nineteen sixty-seven.
1: Right, right, right. No, that's something coming from a rock star mm-hmm. is that it's even more valuable than listening to your music. And your music, it's nice that you're a modest fellow, but like we're sitting right now backstage at uh, Woodstock, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And there's a huge throng of people out there and they're here to see you. Mm-hmm. You know? And then and you'll rock the house. And you yeah. do it every night. So yeah. what you're saying about that TM is even more valuable than that.
0: Uh, well, I mean, if you're gonna measure uh, what what kind of influence and activity has on your health and well being, then you'd have to say TM would win. Well, I get it. Side like the scientific yeah. side of it. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, now um, you said, and I was just wondering, you know, in the kind of schedule that you have, how you would ever have time uh, to meditate? Mm-hmm. And because this is a common thing too that we get, you know, people yeah. will say, "Oh, hey, I don't have time." Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you have to prioritize your time. You know, I mean, people find time to eat, they find time to to uh, shower and brush their teeth. You can find time to meditate if you really want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a matter of making a choice, not to get so distracted that you forget to do it. Because I've done that a couple times where things came up and I was unable to do my morning meditation. Let's say, well, I didn't feel as good during the day as I ordinarily would have, and I practiced my meditation. So you learn by by you know by just living that you're going to feel better if you practice your meditation than if you... well, it's, it's not like genius time. <laughs> it's, it's just simple and practical. And
1: the performance you're able to get. You know, there's, there's one comedian mm-hmm. that uh, she told me she says it in the most colorful way, but mm-hmm. this isn't G-rated. She comes in and she says to her crew and everybody, get out of my room.
0: Yeah, and I'm
1: going to do TM.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: <laughs> and she does it just before she goes out. Yeah,
0: and then yeah. she kills it. Yeah. Well, I find there's a there's a, there's a word in Sanskrit called sattva. and I'm, among other things, it could be interpreted as positivity. Yeah. And I find that the audience response is better when I'm rested and relaxed and singing those notes with a clear mind and, a, and an energized body. Yeah. So isn't that interesting? I mean, because, so the audience response is, is, is good as good as as my system and my voice and my consciousness is in terms of being tuned up and ready to go. I mean, if I were fatigued, if I were tired, if I were drunk or if I was stoned or something like that, wouldn't nearly be as good as what we're used to affecting. I mean, the harmonies is, is one thing that's very fundamentally powerful. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like in the Vedas, they have this thing called Sama Veda, which is a type of Vedic recitation by these pundits. And they're doing the original dual track which we did in our recordings, you sing your note mm-hmm. and then you sing again, the identical note or as identical as you could get to it. Yeah. And it creates some sort of a, uh, a special uh, effect on the listener. And it, that comes from thousands of years of practice. We've only been doing it for 60 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I find that there is a direct uh, effect from the consciousness of the entertainer to the whatever bliss or satwa the audience is gonna feel.
1: No, that's beautiful. Uh, and the way you describe this, basically this feedback loop. You know, yeah it, it's a feedback loop. And here's mm-hmm. the audience out there resonating mm-hmm. with what you're doing. A lot of the times getting up dancing in the aisles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Resonating
1: on the way. appropriate songs, yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe not in, in my room, or god only knows, but <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But fun, fun, fun surfing USA helped me Yeah. yeah. Yeah, get up and dance, you yeah. Know? yeah. And,
1: and god only knows, there's an article that's circulating on the web
0: greatest song ever written. Paul McCartney started that rumor, and I want to thank really? him for that. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was like. Perfect song or something, and it's it's very very close to perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's
1: beautiful. And so I love this the way that you are really a transcendental meditation teacher. Mm-hmm. And when you're on stage, even because of the way you maintain your nervous system and keep mm-hmm. your nervous system in peak condition mm-hmm. uh, by regular transcending mm-hmm. and. Sapic activity. Yes. And then that reverberates with the audience and we have what we have.
0: I believe that it's true. I mean I have found it to be true. If I for some reason didn't get in two meditations someday and I happen to do a show, it's not gonna be as enjoyable for me. It's gonna be more of an effort. Instead of having more clarity and energy, I'm not have I don't have as much. I can still sing the words of the song, but they don't have the effect that yeah. the the, no, and they, the effect they is... They do if, if you're in your peak condition.
1: Yeah, and the effect is, is where really it all comes from. Yeah. And um, so I think we're getting pretty close to the length that we like to have, and I would love to have you just maybe make your summation, you know, what you, and your legacy, what you have to say to, mm-hmm. uh, to people about your music, about
0: your life, And about transcendental meditation in your life. Mm -hmm. Well, music is a family hobby that became a profession because my cousin Brian and I would sit together and write these songs, and people liked them. In the original (laughs) days, we were just original (laughs) writing sessions. We were talking about what was happening in Southern California. The beach was just a few miles away. Our school, we all went to, and (laughs) you know, there's a song called "Be True to Your School," which we'll probably do tonight. Yeah, and it has to do with the Friday night energy of the football game and the cheerleaders and everything else. And, uh, so there's just a lot of, a lot of just activities and things going on, the cars that we really, really loved a lot, you know, all the powerful cars from Detroit. And so I love your car songs. Yeah,
1: for, I had one of those. Oh, did you? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was my oh, mother. I have to admit, that I never had a little new scoop,
0: but that's a 32 Ford <laughs> hot rod. So, but I have had the XKEs and the and the uh, Corvettes and, and so <laughs> and the on, cars, you and know. GTO at one time. Yes, and, and all those kind of That's stuff. what that's one segment of your audience, the car lovers. Yes, and and it's fun. They're they're fun songs. Uh, but as far as a, um, a legacy or something, uh, like I said before, I think, um, the music has been beautiful. It's been wonderful it afforded us travel around the world. Our music has been played in uh, we've had head records in Israel in Finland. And in, in, in New, Z- New Zealand and Australia, I've had fan letters from Russia and from China <laughs> and from Iran. <laughs> Believe it or not. So, I mean, a tra- music does transcend all kinds of yeah. ethnic boundaries and, and, and racial and ethnic and philosophical boundaries, which is a beautiful thing. But the thing that the greatest experience I've had in this lifetime was learning meditation from Maharishi wow. in December of 67. Wow. And I thought, this is so easy. Can do it. And if everyone did it, it would be an entirely different world. There wouldn't be any Ukraine nonsense going on so many years (laughs) after the (laughs) Vietnam nonsense going on, you know, which was preceded by the World War II and then World War I and this history of humanities, basically history of genocide and war. And I don't dig that at all. I think it's time for an evolutionary advance. In fact, I have a song called Make Love, not uh, war. goes, make love, not war. What in the world is all the fighting for? Give peace a chance. The earth could use an evolutionary advance. And what I mean by that is the TN program. Fantastic. Beautiful. So the book is End Anxiety.
1: The author is James Mead. See you and enjoy the rest of your life. And don't worry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. We hope you enjoyed the show and we hope we were able to help you or help you to help a loved one who is struggling to cope with anxiety and stress during these very difficult times. Although the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped many people across the globe cope with anxiety and depression, this podcast does not claim to dispense professional medical advice. If you think you are experiencing a mental health crisis, we strongly urge you to consult with a healthcare professional. The End Anxiety podcast is produced with the kind support of Scout Media and select book publishers, with editing and audio production provided by Kenichi Sugihara. Our theme music, Looking Back, was written and performed by the group Paper Planes. If you like the content of this podcast, please Subscribe on whatever platform that you use to get your podcasts. And please hit the like button to let them know that you approve of our work. Last but not least, End Anxiety, the book, is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. And it is full of even more useful information about anxiety and the benefits of transcendental meditation. My name is James Mead. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for another episode of the End Anxiety Podcast.